You hate health insurance. And let's be frank, it's a miracle you even downloaded this podcast. But you'll be so glad you did. How in the Health Insurance is designed to make coverage and care open and transparent, to take the fear out of keeping you and your family safe. We might even save you some money along the way. This podcast is hosted by Matt Allen of Iconic Insurance, and you can learn more at iconic-insurance.com. Today, we have two very special guests, um, some people I've known for probably about a year now, yeah. actually. Um, it's the Indie Direct Docs. So we have Dr. Rachel Holiday. Hello. And we have Dr. Lindsay Moore Otsby. Good morning. I went for it. You did it. You uh-huh. got it. Dr. Moore Otsby, Dr. Moore, I go Ooh. to either way. Awesome. And they um, have a practice within Indianapolis called Indie Direct Docs, which you can just go to their website, www.indiedirectdocs.com. Probably have a Facebook page, all the social. Indie Direct Docs, Indie Instagram is Indie Direct Docs. It's pretty easy to find us. Awesome. And the reason that they're on a health insurance podcast is because of what their facility does. Their facility is a DPC, which stands for Direct Primary Care. And it's a newer newer model of healthcare um, that really resonated with me when I found out about it. And so I deal in helping people optimize their health insurance, but there was always something that was kind of missing. Um, you know, it was the, the routine stuff. It was the preventative care. It was the diagnostic care. It was that kind of stuff that really seemed to fall short and wasn't always the best coverage with the myriad of plans that I can offer people. And so when I found out about this, you guys were actually the first people I tracked down uh, for whatever reason. And we sat there. I think you offered me a scone the first time I was there. <laughs> yes. And you were almost offended that I didn't take it, which How is can fine. You not eat breakfast pastries. But I, because I'm one of those, you know, annoying people who I intermittent fast yeah, and you know. I don't eat baked goods. And um, we had an unbelievable conversation. Um, it opened my eyes to a lot of things. So um, without me taking up too much of the airtime, why don't you guys explain in your view and in your words, what is direct primary care? The first thing I think of when you were talking just now is the, the bottom line point that we learned getting into this is that health insurance is not health care. And it's very fundamental, but it's not something we really understand um, in our culture. And what really got me as a patient and as a doctor helping my patients um, and working with them over the years was that much of the time you're paying exorbitant fees, um, but you have a high deductible more and more nowadays. And so you're paying a lot of money every month to then be able to spend up to $10,000 of your own money before any of your insurance kicks in, but you have to beg them and often plead with them to allow you to spend it the way that you and your doctor think you need to or where you want to spend it. So you're, you're paying all this money to beg someone to spend more of your money before they'll actually do anything. And I kind of, it just didn't make any sense. Um, but I didn't really understand if there was an alternative option until Dr. Holiday or Rachel and I learned about direct primary care and a new way of looking at insurance, because as we learned health insurance is pretty much the only insurance in the U S that we don't treat as insurance. We act as if it's actual care and mm-hmm. we, we treat it wrong. So yeah. you can probably explain the rest of that, but it, that opened our eyes. Yeah. Um, so that was a very helpful analogy f- for me when we were first learning about this, because we are not the first practice in America. There was, you know, 1300 practices before us. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
the way that it was explained to us is that we don't use our health insurance the way that we use any other type of insurance. Like for my car insurance, so important to have in the event that something suddenly happens and I need thousands of dollars of money um, that I don't have. Um, but I don't use my health insurance to put gas in my car to get oil changes to get my tires rotated. Instead, there's transparent pricing from multiple businesses that I can choose to support. Um, and perhaps I support this gas station because it's convenient to me, it's right by my house. And perhaps I support this other place to get my tires rotated that's maybe a little bit more expensive or farther away because I like the customer service, but the choice is mine. And we don't have price transparency or really a lot of choice in healthcare. So what if we unhooked primary care, which covers preventive medicine, chronic care management, and urgent care, and we unhooked that from the catastrophic coverage that we hope that we don't have to use, um, and we go many, many years and we don't use, but we wanna have some sort of insurance plan in the event of an emergency, um, and instead we had some way to have direct access to a doctor who could cover the preventive health, chronic care, and urgent care. Mm -hmm. That is something that, that I think is really important because there's a lot of people who um, that I've spoken to who get frustrated with with their health insurance. They're like, yeah, well, it doesn't pay anything. Well, I don't, I don't get any coverage out of this. It doesn't pay anything. And I'm, and in the back of my head, simply because I know the industry and I know the products, and I know everything. I'm like, that's a that's a good thing that your insurance didn't pay out a lot. I mean, you don't call your auto insurance guy at the end of the year and be like, I didn't get any crash this year. My auto insurance didn't pay a dime. Exactly. What in the world do I, am I paying for this auto insurance for? And I think unhooking it, just like you said, is a wonderful idea because a, a lot of people see healthcare as just the routine stuff because they're relatively healthy and they don't have emergencies and they don't need to go to the hospital or need to have surgery. So they think their health insurance should be covering all of this little stuff when you guys are kind of saying it doesn't, it should be the opposite, right? You know, it shouldn't cover that stuff. It, you guys should cover that stuff. That's, that's the key difference. And what, what we really learned that when we started looking into this, the part that really opened my eyes and I had to, I mean, I couldn't go back. I could not stay in the system. I had to do something different was realizing that I always had thought as both a patient and a physician that healthcare, the actual care was super expensive. Um, and that like, it was just impossible to know the price because you can't know the price and it had to be really expensive because it always has been. I mean, but it, you don't even know the expensive price ahead of time. Patients would ask me like, oh, how much should I be looking at for this test? And I'm like, I, I have zero way of finding that out. Um, it, it would be kind of like if you went grocery shopping and didn't have any idea what the price was until three months after you checked out. And you, because you had whatever card that you signed up for had like one price and someone else had a $5,000 different price and you wouldn't do that but that's what we do with our health. Right. Um, but we think that we need the insurance to cover all that because everything must be super expensive. I mean, you get, you know, you have to pay a big copay when you go at least 30 or $50 when you go to the doctor for most plans. Um, I had an EKG before at an office I worked at actually with the insurance I had through them. Um, and it was over $200. And I it was like, what? Um, 
we don't charge for our EKGs for our patients because <laughs> it's a, like a tiny little box that we bought and it takes, I don't know, maybe a quarter to spit out an EKG. That just seems right. silly. Um, but I just thought it had to be expensive. So how could I do it any other way? And then I started to learn through other people in the direct primary care world that the prices are a complete made up game, which is, I guess it makes sense now that I realize it, but it just, I'd never thought of it that way. Um, and I also assumed that your insurance had the desire or impetus to help you get the lowest price possible for a service? No. Then I started learning that they actually have the drive to get you the biggest percentage off for a service, but they don't really care what the final price is. Mm -hmm. it, it could still be 3000 more than that test should have been, mm -hmm. but it was 99% cheaper than what the hospital or big system said it was. Mm -hmm. And so you see, I saved you all this money and you're right. like, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> but in reality, if you'd gone to somewhere that actually had a cash-based direct pricing transparent model, you might've saved another thousand to $2,000. Mm -hmm. um, and the problem that people are stuck in that, that still makes this hard is that, again, you're, you have to beg your insurance to allow you the honor of using your own money mm -hmm. where they want so they can dictate that you go to the more expensive place. And, mm -hmm. and you don't even know this is happening. Right. So it's driving up cost amazingly. I mean, the number of doctors in the last decades has barely increased when you look at graphs of it, but the amount of administrators and mm -hmm. the bureaucrats has mm -hmm. skyrocketed really directly along with the pricing of healthcare overall in our country. So mm -hmm. if we cut all that out and I just walk away and I don't need all those middlemen, I don't need to pay people to beg insurance to pay me, to comb through my notes, to room the patients because I'm seeing 20 a day because I have 3000 patients in my panel as a primary care doctor, because I have to see all these people to get paid a pittance six months later by insurance. Mm. Now, I mean, if I do that, I'm running around like, a nut, like an absolute nut trying to get everything done, frazzled, trying to do my best to care for the patients, which is what I wanna do is spend time talking to them. But instead I've got to see enough people to pay a whole billing team, to have people to answer the phones, cause it can't be me, to have people checking you in, people rooming you, people doing the orders after I leave, people doing the referrals. And I think it's between 15 to 18 um, staff members is what I've read um, across the board in healthcare in the US. It, every physician is paying for 15 to 18 salaries, mm -hmm. plus all the other overhead. Mm -hmm. And the more I bring on, the more patients I have to see, the shorter your visit gets, the longer it takes for me to get back to you, the more frustrated you get by a back and forth with someone who doesn't even know you. Mm -hmm. And I get to this, like, hopefully you like your doctor, but you probably hate everything else about their office. Mm -hmm. And the doctor probably does too, mm -hmm. but they have no control. Yeah. I talk to a lot of people who are very adamant about keeping their doctor and I'm, I'm just sort of like, well, why? Yeah. And they're like, well, they have my records. Like, I'm like, well, everybody can get your records. Right. They're like, well, well, they know me. I'm like, do they really? With 3, How much time people, have hard. they spent with you? Yeah. And and I actually want to go back to something that you said about how the number of physicians is kind of stagnating <laughs> um, because when we spoke, something was really interesting. I think it was you, Dr. Holiday, who said that you almost retired. Correct. In your thirties, yeah. like, like, like years I think, out of training. I think yeah. Dr. Moore <laughs> found a Hobby Lobby application. No, no. no. Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's. Okay. Yeah. My happy um, place. I went there yesterday. Okay. <laughs> Not sponsored. And no, so what love them. for you personally, Dr. Holiday, why, why were you even considering leaving? Yeah. Um, so we have had our direct primary care practice for a little over a year. Um, and prior to that, we worked in an insurance-based system. So um, before we get uh, too far ahead, I 
just did want to state, because I don't think we've said it yet. Mm-hmm. Direct primary care is kind of like blue collar concierge mm-hmm. in that the way that we as primary care doctors are paid is that we're paid by a monthly membership fee. Mm-hmm. Um, each practice is a little bit different, but uh, for less than $100 a month, you can get what we were talking about with preventive health care, chronic care, and urgent care, you can get that covered and direct access to a doctor. Personalized care. And at our office, at our office, I can speak for and many offices like this covers all of your visits with us. So we don't charge a copay. We don't charge you for calling us. We don't charge you for seeing us. We don't charge you for tiny procedures in the office if they're not a big, you know, if they're not really expensive. And if we do have to charge you, it's, it's not an no markup. Right. We charge you what the supplies cost us if we charge you at all. Um, and that's where like the other phrase we use a lot is Netflix for your doctor, doctor because it's the same monthly membership fee. You know exactly how to budget for it, whether you don't need me at all that month or you binge on care. Um, it doesn't change. So you can really predictably budget for it. So people really love that. Um, and that means we don't have to take 3000 patients per primary care doctor. We take, you know, a few hundred, um, and we answer our phones and my patients can text me to a private members only number, um, which is so much faster because I'm not, we're not going back and forth with questions through a third party or a fourth party who doesn't know you. And I, it's, it's much different. Um, it's, it's interesting win, 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 where I'm happier as a doctor, I'm giving better care. The patient's much happier. And it's oftentimes financially better for them, if not neutral, but Mm -hmm. it's transparent. And we are always transparent so we can help them navigate. So yeah, Yeah. that's like the summary of what we do. Yeah. But how did we get into it? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, So in the um, insurance-based system where you bill for everything, um, it's incredibly frustrating for the doctor because we trained for a long time to help people. Um, and that's the bottom line is I was wor- willing to work extra hard as long as I was helping people. But with the lack of price transparency, patients would bring their bills to me and they would say, you ordered this test and it cost $200 and my insurance didn't pay for it. And I couldn't figure out why their insurance wouldn't pay for it. And then as we were learning about direct primary care, we found out that if you just paid cash for that same test, it could be $15. Um, but that's again, jumping ahead. So uh, I was just working all the time. Uh, I was working till six thirty, seven o'clock at night during the weekdays. And what field were you working in? Uh, internal medicine and pediatrics, primary okay. care. Um, and then every Sunday I would work for eight hours to make sure that I had documented appropriately to make sure that uh, whoever saw my patient next, because there was no continuity of care, Um, or whatever insurance company saw my note would reimburse that uh, the plan was clear. Um, And yeah, I just worked all the time. And uh, messages were getting lost um, where people would call in, talk to someone in a phone room. That message would kind of be like the telephone game where it would just mutate a little bit until it finally got to me, would make no sense to me. I would say, well, you ask these three questions. Maybe one of those questions would get asked. And I would say, would you ask the other two questions? Three weeks would go by. A patient would finally get in because I finally had an opening. After waiting for an hour to see me, uh, I would find out that they just wanted a refill of their medicine. So wasted their time, wasted my time. Um, And I think the straw that broke the camel's back for me was I had an uninsured patient who needed to have her gallbladder removed because she had a condition called porcelain gallbladder, which 2% of those are due to cancer. Um, And so I, and she didn't have insurance. So I tried to find the cheapest way for her to have her gallbladder removed. And none of the systems in Indianapolis would tell me how much it would 
cost her. Um, and so she ended up uh, emergently having it done and it cost her, I think $26,000 um, in just, it was expensive. Patients couldn't get in to see me and I wasn't seeing my family or taking care of myself. Um, and so as we were saying, direct primary care is a win, win, win. Uh, it was really a lose, lose, lose. And I would go to Trader Joe's, uh, as we were saying before, and people were happy. Um, and they were talking to people about their health, about what they were going to cook. Um, and uh, so I was like, I want to be happy and I want to help people with their health. Uh, and so I think I'm just going to go work at Trader Joe's. Yeah. And, get, and get out of this lose, yeah. lose, lose. She's not exaggerating either. Like I looked at her desk and I was like, why is there a Trader Joe's application on your desk, Dr. Holiday? Um, we literally sat, you know, about this far, a few feet away from each other um, for several years working in our office between seeing patients. Um, and I was like, what, what are you going to do? Um, nothing wrong with working at Trader Joe's. It's fantastic. But, you know, you you were in school and training a very long time and you took out a lot of debt, like student <laughs> debt for this. Um, I don't understand. And you're a great, like she won't say this, but she's a fantastic physician. Um, I would send any of my family to her in a heartbeat. I, I wouldn't be in business with her as a doctor if I didn't feel that way. Um, I'm like, you're really good at what you do. You connect with your patients. You're more efficient than I am. Um, and you're only like, I don't know, th three years out of training. You've worked your whole life for this and you owe a whole lot of money, but like, this is what you want to do. And this was your, you have a purpose for this, a passion for this. What? Um, and she's like, no, they're happy. I don't care. And I was like, how are you going to pay your student debt? And she was like, I, you know what? I'll sell my house. I'll move out of state with my mom. There's a Trader Joe's near her house. Um, and I'll work there for a while and it'll be okay. And, and then we'll just see. And I, again, nothing wrong with working at Trader Joe's even for your entire life. But it just seemed to me like such a waste of all of that work and what all of her patients would lose out on. Um, and I mean, I stayed in the system at that stage. I was in there almost eight years when this was all going down. Um, I knew it wasn't going to get better for her. It wasn't better for me. I'm not the world's fastest doctor, but that's because I talk to my patients and I connect with them and I wasn't going to get more efficient than I was eight years in. Um, and so I thought, okay, something has to change. And then I found out of de sheer desperation, I was ridiculously burned out to the point of just, I, I was ready to retire, but didn't know how I would feed my kids if I did that. So I was like, I don't know, I can't move in with my parents. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Um, so I started searching and searching through doctors, like social media groups for doctors only and stumbled into this direct primary care idea. And I went to Dr. Holiday and I said, hey, Rachel, there's this thing. And I explained it and she's like, <laughs> no. And I was like, why? She goes, it's a scam. I was like, what, why, why is it a scam? I need it to be true. She's like, no, if it was true, why don't we all know about it? We've been doctors, we've been doctors for a long time. I've been in even training more recently. Neither of us ever heard of this. There's no way it's real. We would know. And I was like, oh, okay, but I really want it to be. And so I kept looking um, and then I found out that there were doctors in our local area doing this. And I met, I met with some of them and I came back to her the next morning and you know quietly said like, Rachel, I met one of them. And she's <laughs> like, and? And I was like, Rachel, they're happy. And she looked at me. I mean, I think her jaw dropped and she was like, huh. And then I met another one and she's like, I met more. Um, they're happy too. And then I went to a conference a month later and, and saw hundreds of these doctors and they were all pretty happy with their choices. Um, although they worked really hard, it's not a guarantee. They were happy being physicians because a happy physician isn't just like selfishly happy. They're, they're generally, in my experience, happy 
largely because they're taking good care of their patients and they're still able to be with their families, but because they're, they're taking care of people. Nothing makes a doctor more angry, at least this one, than me not being able to do what my patients need and having my hands tied and then begging someone to let me take care of my people. Hate it. Um, I went to a conference and a lot of these doctors were talking about this and I came back and was like, Rachel, seriously, there's a lot of them. So she was like, all right, you know what? If you think you have to do this, and I thought, I think I have to, um, go ahead, I'll support you, but I'm gonna play devil's advocate and I'm gonna pick it apart every step of the way. Cause I don't buy this. We can't leave the people here who are underserved and need us. It's not right. And I was like, I know, but I'm dying. Um, and, and I felt guilty about that as well. So I kept researching and found another conference a few months later across the country and said, Rachel, like you need to go with me to this. I know we don't have the cash, but you're coming, we have to go, we'll drive. I don't care, it was like, I don't know, Orlando, Florida. So it was a very long drive from Indianapolis, um, but we did it. And she was finally like, okay, I'll go, but don't expect me to get into this because I, I just, it's too good to be true. Mm-hmm. And, I, and she made a point, right? Like how is this such a hidden thing if it was so good? Um, but then by the time we went to the conference a few months later, we'd already formed our Indie Direct Docs huh. LLC. <laughs> and the more we researched, the more it was like, oh, okay. Once you really see the system, mm-hmm it's very hard not to do something. We kept watching actually in our burnout, the matrix clips um, in our office. <laughs> you can explain this part because it, it really represented everything we felt about the system, like the, the pills clip, because we were like, we've seen it, we can't unsee it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that if you've seen the matrix, Neo learns the truth that he's been living in this fantasy world and he can either stay in the fantasy world, which actually is pretty dangerous, but feels safe. Um, or he can leave the matrix and just see what he can do for the world. Um, and of course he chooses to take the red pill. The thing that I'll say is that, um, again, to just clarify the model, we're paid by a monthly membership fee. Um, and regardless of how many times you access us, we don't charge you more than the monthly fee, which you already know about ahead of time and have been able to budget in. So text us, call us, Mm -hmm. see us in person, it's all the same. Um, And so I love helping other people be able to not waste their time. Uh, I love being able to diagnose poison ivy by a photo and helping someone feel better and not miss work. Um, I love just touching base with someone over the phone. I just touched base with somebody. They were at work yesterday uh, and they just wanted to make sure that, uh, you know, they were getting better from their sinus infection and doing all the right things. But I also love when people get to come in um, and because I'm not seeing all those other people in office, I'm just touching base with them, which is really all they needed, Mm -hmm. that I can actually give people the time that they need. And I don't just say, I only have time for one complaint today. I say, how are you doing? We talk about their actual life because people, uh, as you know, we learned about in the matrix are not machines. They are human beings. Uh, and they're not just a set of medical problems. They are a mother, uh, who works part-time and, uh, you know, might have depression, might be overweight because they're so tired, might only be sleeping four hours at night. Um, and they come to see you because they're having knee pain, but until you sit down and you just say, how are you doing? Maybe you don't find out about all the other things. Um, so that's really what I love. So would you say, um, do a lot of your clients have just like a major medical insurance? They just want to come to you for- actual health care? We have a wide mix. So we kind of we have, looked at our demographics, everything. every type of, of insurance, no insurance, 
a health, health share, share um, an ACA plan or something through your work um, of all different varieties, you know, PPOs, HSAs, yes or no, just all kinds of things. We have Medicaid covered patients mm. um, and we have Medicare covered patients in the practice um, that Dr. Holiday is able to take those patients. She is formally opted out of Medicare. Don't even get us started on all the government <laughs> regulations. I will be able to eventually. Okay. We have patients who are healthy, we have patients who are newborns and have never needed anything except checks, you know, checkups and questions answered and all those things. We've got patients who are of all ages and all varieties of health. I've even got patients who are on the transplant list um, for multiple organs and on dialysis. And that patient isn't saving any money by seeing me because they met their deductibles. Um, but we we see it all. What really seems to matter is people who value having access to their doctors. Mm -hmm. And I should say, we also have patients who have employer sponsored plans. So we've, we've got it all. So, and the nice thing about Indy um, is that we're so accessible. You know, yeah. we have patients who are down in Greenwood and mm -hmm. Avon up in Fishers. Carmel, obviously downtown also. Right. Um, but it's so easy to get to us regardless of what part of the city that you're in. And the other thing is, even if you have a 30 minute drive to come see us, for your one o'clock appointment, we see you at one o'clock. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there are some people who are five minutes away from their doctor's office and they have to arrive 10 minutes early and then wait an hour to see the doctor that they get seven minutes for. It really is just kind of like a, a mind shift. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we love where we're located. We have a parking lot out back that's free. Um, we're on a red line bus stop. We're, a, we're literally across the street from our line bus stop. Mm -hmm. So we try, it's as convenient as we can make it. Um, and honestly, we end up saving patients visits they would have needed to do because we are able to talk to them and sometimes they don't have to come in. People, one of the things people keep asking me about is, well, do you do telemedicine? And I'm like, I used to try and explain. And then I'm like, you know what? Forget this. No, 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 not the way you mean it. I don't. I have an ongoing conversation with my patient whom I know and who knows me in whatever way makes sense at the moment, in person, mm -hmm. text, a phone call, a video call, email, um, doesn't matter. I just have an ongoing conversation with my patient and that is so different than telemedicine with someone you don't know or with a timed little thing, or it has to be video, not phone, so that you can bill higher for it, which is what, what happens right now. Um, I just talk to my patients. It's not that formal and it's not that fancy. I'm not a formal, fancy person. Um, what you see is what you get. Um, I mean, we're both competent internal medicine pediatrics physicians. I specialize in lactation and postpartum and Dr. Holiday specializes also in weight management and obesity, but like the personality wise, like this is what you get. I'm gonna tell you like it is. You may not always like it. Um, I'm also gonna hold space and be incredibly gentle when it's necessary and empathic. And Dr. Holiday is exactly the same way. They can either go to our website, indiedirectdocs.com um, and submit a form. And Dr. Moore and I are the only two people who answer those forms, answer the emails. Um, or they can call us at 317-964-0014. And we are the ones who answer the phone. Mm -hmm. Leave a message because truly like, we will check the message as soon as we're out with our last patient. It's not like it's gonna get lost into some, we hear about people with privacy concerns sometimes mm -hmm. and where's it go? Who sees it if I send it? And I'm like, oh yeah, like us. And so um, for someone who would want to, and we're running a little bit over, um, so quick synopsis though, but because I think it's important, like if I wanted to, 
get direct primary care? I listen to this or did, mm-hmm. like, what's that process like? Do, can I meet and greet with yes. you? Can I check out the facility? Easy and free um, is, the is there, is there a, do I have to qualify for anything? Do it? How does that work? We, no. we basically, you email or call. Mm-hmm. We answer the email and say, oh yeah, you want to meet and greet by Zoom or on phone or in person, what do you prefer? Um, and we set up a time and whichever of us was up to bat takes that message unless someone asks for one of us specifically. Um, and we just talk to you oftentimes within that same week, it just depends on your schedule, but we mm-hmm. try to figure out what works for you. And then if you talk to us and we answer all your questions and you think, yes, I, I want this, um, we just send you another email with the instructions on how to sign up for our membership online mm-hmm. and then your payment starts when you send that in and we get in touch with you and figure out a date. And usually within a couple of weeks, we can get you in for your first visit mm-hmm. and that's it. And then it's just, it's just on autopilot. It's on autopilot. Yeah. Exactly. That's um, amazing. Everything but your care is basically on well, autopilot. Well, right, right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you <laughs> and are currently accepting new Absolutely. patients. Absolutely. Yeah. Wonderful. Yep. Awesome. Just, that's what we do. Mm-hmm. And remember, this is Indie Direct Docs. Um, Dr. Rachel Holiday, Dr. Lindsay Moratsby. I went for it again. You, t- you did great. <laughs> uh, and I'm your host, Matt Allen, with Iconic Insurance. Um, you can reach me at matt at iconic-insurance.com, 317-828-5880, text or call. Uh, and this has been the How on the Health Insurance podcast. Thank you. <laughs>